0: Well, this morning here, we have Tammy Johnson with us, who is the Client Service Manager. Tammy, welcome to the radio broadcast. Hello.
1: Well, Tammy, we're excited to have you on the broadcast today. And your time at Haven of Rest has uh, had a lot involved. And there's been a lot of different positions that you've had at Haven of Rest through the years. So talk a little bit about the role you're in right now before we maybe discuss some of the things that the Lord's used you in the past here. Okay.
2: Well, in January, started as the client service manager, um, so I'm going to be doing some case management, um, which I had been previously doing, and also um, kind of uh, overseeing the women's day room and, and the supervisors there. So...
0: Jim, touched a little bit. You've had a variety of roles at the Harvest Home. Uh, this is your new role that you just stepped into. Talk a little bit about some of the other roles that you played uh, uh, or you are a part of over the years. Because uh, you took a break, yes. and then you came back in. But before your break, you had some other roles at the Harvest Home. Yeah,
2: I first started out as a um, night dorm supervisor, working overnight, And then um, I started as a case manager in 2000. I worked... Um, About four or five years for that, and then I was a manager of health supervisors before I left to take a break uh, to raise my son,
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and then came back um, about a year and a half ago as a case manager.
1: So your experience at the beginning, that was with Eileen Thomas, correct?
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. I was with... um, Eileen hired me.
1: So as I know one of the things that you've been able to participate in, in coming back is uh, the Harvest Home has been kind of going over everything uh, in preparation uh, for hopefully eventually a new Harvest Home, but just to review all of our ways we do things. And there's been so many changes with COVID and everything else. And you added a really interesting perspective to that because you were a thread that goes all the way back to Eileen that Mm -hmm. could share, oh, well, hey, we had this policy Mm -hmm. because this was what was going on then. Um, So I think that being a bridge is so valuable and the Lord's really used you in that way. Um, what are some things that you've noticed, maybe it could be in the community, it could be in the guests coming to us, that uh, that have really changed over the years from when you started in the early 2000s, fast forward to now?
2: Yeah. Um, wow. There's there's quite a bit that's changed, but all the, at the same time, there's things that are the same as they've always been. But, um, um the technology is a a lot different. We didn't have the cell phones back then (laughs) that we do now, Mm -hmm. and everything's done on cell phones. And In fact, I'm doing some case management over the phone. I've got a Google Voice app where they can text me if they're working um, to be uh, more accessible to them um, during the day. Uh, um, Also, um, some other changes are just the the housing market Mm -hmm. has changed a whole lot, uh, especially after COVID and and um, just that with a higher rent and um, fewer spaces for low-income housing, that's taking years, sometimes a year to three years to get into low-income housing. Um, so that's changed. And, um, yeah, that's a couple of the things I can think of right well,
0: now. And, I, you know, Tammy, just thinking, of those are big changes. I mean, you, you said two big things here. Housing, which is one year almost three years and then even before we started the program we talked about inflation and you were sharing you know if you have a mom that comes to the harvest home and has a few children it makes it extremely difficult for mom even though she might be being paid uh, a better wage but it's still hard to survive out there
2: it is yeah with the cost of living up Um, even, you know, $15 an hour right now isn't covering rent and food and everything that's needed. Car payments that they're making to get to work. Um, I see, oh, um, more women also doing like, um, Lyft, Mm -hmm. being a Lyft driver or uh, Insta, um, Insta shopping or, or like DoorDash and things like that. Mm -hmm. You see, um, because they have more flexible hours to be with their kids and get their kids to and from school. So those are some things that have changed too.
1: Yeah, and you could see how a cell phone for a woman in that situation is a vital piece of equipment. Yes, it that is. Because that could be their livelihood to be able to make those appointments or make that extra money. Now, you had mentioned that a lot of things change, but some things remain the same. Yes. And when I think of Haven of Rest and the ministry that happens guest to guest, or staff to guest, and and how the Lord is able to transform a life, regardless of the circumstances. Um, I would imagine that might be one of those things that remains the same. Speak a little bit about um, some of the things about Haven of Rest that have, and how God's using Haven of Rest that are uh, similar to what you remember when you first started.
2: Well, just continuing with our Bible studies and um, um, being uh, a light for Christ to the ladies, um, that's... Uh, been a constant, and, um, and seeing, seeing his work being done. Um, when, I, when I first came back a year and a half ago, it seemed like there were very hard hearts, but as we continue with uh, the Bible studies and, and presenting the Word of God, they, they're softening. You can see the ground becoming more fertile, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we've been hearing of, of ladies coming to Christ.
0: Amen to that. That's always, Jim. You know, that's always encouraging to hear. You know, February is anniversary month for Harvest Home. Forty-five years ago, Jim, Harvest Home opened its doors up back in nineteen seventy-nine, February of nineteen seventy-nine. And as you mentioned, uh, Eileen Thomas, uh, she's the one that hired you in. Yes. And coming, stepping back into the ministry as you took that, as you mentioned, took that little that time to raise your son. Some of the things that are a little bit more different as you work with the ladies, there's some differences here. You probably see a little bit more mental health issues going on. And why don't you talk a little bit about some of the things that you see a little different than maybe 10 years or when you came when you first came in?
2: Yeah, the mental health is a a, a big a, a big thing. Um, so many more. Um, severely mentally ill Mm -hmm. not not just depression or um, it's the schizophrenia and bipolar um, you see a lot more of that Um, uh, resistance to getting treatment um, uh, preferring to stay outside on the street um, versus getting that help that they need. Mm
1: -hmm. Tammy I think there's probably some listeners here that really on a deeply emotional level can connect with what you just shared in regards to when a folk, when someone is struggling with mental mm-hmm. illness, um, I know on the other end of the radio, there's probably someone listening who whose heart breaks for a loved one, Yes. who they see them getting worse and worse, and they don't the the person doesn't see it and they won't seek help, and and they're just desperate for answers for anything, and you know Haven of Rest really stands as a stopgap for a lot of those folks where they're, they're not even thinking about getting help. And we're often one of those last places where they can come to. And, and, uh, I can relate personally. I remember sitting across the desk from someone who was, you know, some of the classic things they were hearing voices and they kind of had other realities. They were, they were whatever, that's what they were seeing and, and pleading with them across the desk. You're not well, let us help you. And, uh, and I know that sometimes that's our that becomes our role, yes. and, and we're that, that connection point for them. And, and praise God, many do seek help, and we see them stabilize, mm-hmm. and they're able to, to have housing and not be on the street. Um, but I know that for a lot of family members that might be listening, um, there's some comfort in knowing that there's places like Haven of Rest, that if, if it can't work in our family anymore, there's a place to come to. Mm-hmm. Um, and Haven of Rest has been that for a lot of years for a lot of people, not just those struggling in that way. Um, speak a little bit to um, Harvest Home as that place where people come when there's nowhere else to go. Uh, I know you've probably had that conversation with woman after woman after woman, um, both at the beginning and then at the end. I know there's been a lot of stories of gratitude where it's where would I be if it wasn't mm-hmm. for Harvest Home? Yeah. Share a little bit about your experience with that.
2: Wow. Um, so many, so many women. Um, yeah, do come to us as a last resort, and they'll tell us that, yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have you know somewhere else to go, and uh, uh, just being that, being Christ to them, showing Christ, mm-hmm. um, um, opening our arms to them, loving them, in spite of the choices they've made. It's great when we're able to see uh, them turn their life to Christ, or even just, I'm thinking about the Lord more, um, not everybody does come to Christ, but at least we've planted that seed, and they're, they're thinking about Christ more. And uh, so it's, it's awesome to see that happen in their lives and then, then take it with them as they go out. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, earlier this week, uh, Tammy and Jim, I was talking to—it wasn't a lady, it was a gentleman. And he had been on our program, the long-term program, uh, years ago. And he looked, at, I, I recognized his face. I couldn't uh, think of his name. Then he reintroduced uh, himself to me. We had a little time to talk. And I know this is a challenge for you. A lot of times when you create stability here, whether it's at the Harvest Home, in the men's division, uh, whether it's a lady getting on a, on a routine for her medication, sometimes when they leave, they'll stay on that for a period of time, and then all of a sudden they just stop And this gentleman I was talking to, uh, that's exactly what happened to him. Uh, He got stabilized and was feeling good, and then he stopped, and then he ended up having to do a little time, and now he's at another facility. His goal is hopefully he'll get back into this program sometime down the road. But I know when the ladies come, you guys really try to bring some stability back into their life.
2: Oh, yeah, just even some of the mothers who come, their children haven't been in school (laughs) <laughs> and just providing that and making sure they get to school um, is a big thing. Mm-hmm.
1: And as we, you know, it's, it's ultimately Christ that's that firm foundation, right? That's what everything Haven of Rest is built on. And whether it's for the men or in your case for the ladies, that stability that's built. Um, I know we hope that the routine that we're helping them to learn while they're here here as you mentioned, Reverend Kaiser, is something that they'll continue when they leave. Mm -hmm. Kind of to build upon the things that they did at first, right, as Scripture would tell us. Um, And and not to forget those things, but those are things that we're helping to instill so you can have a stable life going forward. And, I mean, to me, that's one of the greatest gifts we can give families is as as folks come to know Christ, we give them back to their families as a gift. Um, And for some people, it's like, boy, I haven't seen my sister as I remember her in years, yeah. you know, and to see them stable and doing well, mm-hmm. uh, boy, that's just a tremendous gift to give back to families in the community. Now, Tammy, um, with all that's going on at Haven of Rest, at Harvest Home, with, uh, with the, the work that goes on day by day and lots of women coming in, uh, I know that there's also probably some needs there. And our listeners are a lot of prayer warriors out there, and share some ways that our listeners can partner alongside you and, and Harvest Home to pray.
2: Just uh, time for um, staff to meet individually with those who've come to know Christ, um, to kind of work on a little discipleship with them. Um, instead of just, oh, you've accepted Christ, okay, that's, that's it, but working with them a little bit more. Yes. Um, also, we're trying to develop a little bit of aftercare um, for the ladies who leave And um, we have a, a staff person Who's willing to do that And kind of make connections with them So it, pray as we get that started and, and going on that project
0: Very good Well, Tammy As we get close to wrapping up here I do have to say one more thing Dwight, your husband who works here Works in the Mesa He's also a caseworker You're a caseworker What's the conversation like going home?
2: Oh, wow
0: <laughs> <laughs> or is it, We don't want to talk about oh, anything
2: no. One day it's he needs to get stuff off his chest. The next day it's me, you know. Um, But he's been a great help. Just like I've run into this difficulty. How do you get by this? And so we we can bounce ideas off of each other. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we can't thank you enough for being a part of the radio broadcast. Both you and Dwight uh, are a total blessing to the ministry. I'm excited as you step into this new role here uh, in January. And here we are into February uh, to see how God uses you. And Jim, we know our listeners will continue to pray for you and all the ladies and the children that you interact with on a daily basis. So thank you for being a part of the broadcast.
2: You're welcome. Thanks for having me.